guys, it's Adele, one of your co-hosts, coming at you at 3.46 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on October 31st, 2021, to let you know that there are many issues with this episode of the podcast. I am very sorry. As your editor, I just want to let you know that Anchor has repeatedly crashed for two whole weeks while I've been trying to edit this, and I decided that enough is enough. It's been two weeks. I got a break because there wasn't an episode because of The Masked Singer, and um, you know the new episode comes out on November 1st. That's literally tomorrow. I don't have any more time to waste, so this is the worst episode of the podcast you will ever hear and also the most chaotic. I have no idea what is said in this. I edited out the major chunks, and just left everything else to go. Also, any discussion of the episode ghost stories being next, any hostage arc, any anything, disregard it entirely. This was recorded before we found out about the episode switch. Anyways, I'm very tired. I'm going to bed. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Members of the 118 face an awkward rescue call when they arrive on the scene of a man who has overexerted himself exercising. The team also must save the life of, the, of a groundskeeper whose chainsaw cut him and race to an explosion at a retirement community. Meanwhile, Athena has an extreme reaction to Harry's new behavior. Then, Hen and Eddie, as well as Buck and Robbie, have rocky starts to their new partnerships, and May receives an emergency call from a suicidal team while continuing her uneasy work relationship with Claudette. <laughs> okay, I'll, do you want to do the intro I, now? I, like, feel like we don't know how to start or end the podcast. We just, like... <laughs> no, 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 hold on. We can't have a start. Like, hi, this is Mel, and this is Del, and... Yeah, but... I don't, we don't we're going to talk about BS for three hours. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Okay. <laughs> waste my time when I should be doing things, but... <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Mel. <laughs> no, that can't be it. <laughs> no, I don't know. Right? Ready? Hang on. <laughs> okay. Alright. Hey everyone, this is Mel. And this is Del. And today we want to talk about the new episode and you know, like just like talk about everything that's <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Del says that we don't know how to start podcasts, and that is completely really true. And so, if anyone has any advice, um, give it. I don't know if we'll take it, but please give it. Yeah, I don't. We're bad at it. We don't know how to end it either. You should. You should hear the outtakes. It's really funny. It we goes should just like include while. the outtakes one day. We have them all because we we're not allowed to delete them. <laughs> Quit your um. anger. <sighs> Our sponsor okay. for today is Anchor. We can't no, delete they won't things. sponsor us. No one will sponsor us either. I really want Fox to sponsor us. I looked into getting a Fox internship, but they were like, it'll be February to April. They said April 22nd specifically, and I was like, uh-huh, I'm at a convention for that. I'm going to be okay, in New but Jersey, like, so. But like, Maybe over the summer. No, they're done filming at that point. It's not yeah. worth You're just working for Fox. <laughs> yeah, I know. Over the summer, maybe. I'll apply. See what happens. With you that'd be fun be funky they have like remote internships too so i don't have to go anywhere they also have on location ones but okay but hear me out like we both go to 
on location finds a ter- you can you can apply to be a social media intern by the way to run their social media oh please can i run their tiktok oh my god could you imagine me with that power i can't so listen what i was we're already completely off topic <laughs> listen so no whenever i was looking um they were like uh you can apply to be this and i was like oh well the f-. they're like what do you know about like fox and i was like well i know a lot about a couple of very specific shows and then i was like what if i told them like while i was applying that i have a podcast or i just analyze 911 episodes yeah. does that does that give me a better chance or a worse chance i don't i have a non-profit podcast like you have to say non-profit or they will hunt you down you're like I, I don't get they don't sponsor me i don't get paid for it um but i have a non-profit podcast where i talk about okay hold on not my yes no <laughs> i just i just let you say things <laughs> why do you let me uh, ryan guzman which i think yeah. let's the call then ryan ryan guzman i don't know and then g is Gian? G Gian. It's not G it's not G in. Okay. Because it's it's a Y U N and it's not I think you said G Young at some point with like a G I, on it. It's not I've that done that. There, there's no G. Okay, here's the problem. When like fan fiction writers write about her, they always just call her G. Yeah. And so I like can never get the last name. Or like the I've last recently read three fics where her name was Evangeline. Three different times. In oh, three yes. separate fics. Yeah. Why? Where did that come from? Um, so it came from the idea of like taking the name Evan and turning it female. But it's so long. There's so many other like Ev- I I've seen Evelyn. Couple Evelyn's too, but that one makes more sense than Evangeline. I the only thing I think of when I think of Evangeline is the dead firefly from <laughs> Princess of the Frog. Oh yeah, I was just thinking of the church. No, I'm I'm not a church person, despite the fact that I do attend a Catholic university. <laughs> I I don't like church. Apparently, I went to Sunday school for about two months of my life, but I do not recall a second of it, which means there's some religious trauma in there somewhere. <laughs> but uh, I don't, I intend on never unpacking it. Perfect. Well, so. <laughs> 9 <9-1-1. laughs> That's what we're here to talk about. Where where are we start? Hen and Eddie. Hen and Eddie. Uh, they have the shortest amount of screen time, as per usual. Actually, Eddie has had quite a bit this season so far. Hen has had absolutely none. Yeah, which makes absolutely no sense because um, th- these are the things that are going on with Hen as of the fourth season. She uh, has like she's fostering more kids. Like the two twins came into their house. I haven't seen them since. I've seen Denny. I think. The twins were just, like, temporary placements. They're probably gone because there's been, what, they say, like, four months since Eddie got like, shot. And, I, and then they, they continually skip multiple weeks between episodes. And I totally get that. But, like, there's been no talk. Like, I saw Denny once through a phone. <laughs> there is no other foster kids. Uh, uh, and then she is working towards becoming a doctor. Is she, though? I don't know. I haven't. Her heard. mom lives with them. Like, there's Where so much Karen. We haven't seen Karen since the first episode either. And okay, so I'm really excited for next week because it said like Hen gets a visit from the past, which means, which okay, 
it's very interesting because I know I'm like jumping ahead. We are so, we're all over the place. Yeah, we're all over the place today. But like, here's a, a thought. The last time that Hen had a visit from the past was um, season two of the episode Haunted, uh, where she, was it Haunted? I feel like it was, yeah. The episode where she has to make the conscious decision to um, pull her dad off of life support. Mm. And then this episode, this upcoming, is also a ghost-related episode. Um, so there's a lot of parallels between next week's episode, hypothetically, and um, the episode Haunted. Hypothetically. Okay. Next week, I'll talk. Or Oh! No. No, I won't. You, you don't you have to hold off on that one. Oh my goodness. We have a break. Because <laughs> the masked singer gets our spot. Which makes no sense to air on Thursdays. I don't... I don't even like the masks. I don't get the point. I've watched like one episode. I don't get it. This is why we're it's not just... getting the like box. Yeah, this really is because I keep I keep bashing everything they do. I just I don't get it. They're celebrities and they sing, but you can't tell which one is which. You know what's worse? Okay. Alter ego. I don't it's weird. Alter I, ego. I say that alter ego's worse because you know who's singing because they keep showing you because they show you a the little VR room. Yeah, I, it's supposed to be like the judges don't know because it's supposed to be like if you like don't have like the typical like stage appearance, you get a chance just based on like your voice, which is a really cool concept. But mm-hmm. I think it's funny because the VR people aren't actually on the stage. No. Um, so the judges are looking at screens in front of them and the audience has no visual. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're like on like screens on the side of the stage and they like green screen the, them out or like strategically place the cameras so you cannot see the audience's screens because you see them every once in a while with the judges i've only watched one episode of the show i don't know why i'm talking like i watch every episode of it <laughs> um but it's you can you can see the judges screen sometimes so they're literally looking at a stage with no one on it which i think is hilarious oh it is um you know you know what else i think is hilarious i don't have a transition here um, you're just you're gonna cut this out so like we don't need a transition am i though you don't know yet i, I definitely do know that you're gonna cut that out maybe i'll maybe i'll keep it in just to spite you um you know what else is stupid um the fact that the first call they went on is um oh, it's a it's a mirror and it doesn't it's it's called narcissus mm-hmm. and it's like it literally, their slogan is, um, you too can become a Greek god, but you want to know something funny about Narcissus? He's not a god. He's just a dude uh-huh. who likes his reflection too much. And you also have, like, Echo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that, like, both Eddie and Buck were like, I understand Greek mythology. That's funny. <laughs> they were like, and then Eddie Hen's like, don't step on my feet. Now he's like, I'm good thing I'm an excellent dancer. All I could think of was like everyone keeps like taking like the worst clips when from Step Up, um, except they're they're ignoring the amazing scene that was to build a home ballet. I haven't seen Step Up. I have the ability to watch both of the ones that I think Ryan is in because he's only in one. He's in two. He's in two. He's in four and five. There's a oh, okay. 
there's there's I I looked this up the other day because I wanted to know. So the first one <laughs> is first just Stefan Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a second one, which I don't remember what it's called. And then the third one is called like Step Up 3D. So right. obviously that one came out in like 2008. Um, and then four is oh, oh which there, there's four and then there's oh. five and both of them have Ryan in it. Step up all in because it's not called step up five. It's just called step up all. Yeah. So the, he's in both. Oh, of it's them. on Tubi. Yeah. So I have I have Showtime because I have um the Hulu Spotify Showtime thing for students. And then I have the um, Tubi because it's on my TV because it's a Vizio TV, I, so it just gets Tubi on it. So I don't have uh, Showtime, so I have to find it illegally. I mean, that's what I did with uh, Everybody Wants Some. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like on a Ryan Guzman kick. So or, sorry, Guzman. I, I do that every time I find an actor I like. I just watch literally every single thing that they're in, whether it's because I like their acting or because I think they're attractive. I, I, I just think it's really funny that he looks different in every single thing that he is in. There's also Heroes uh, Reborn that he's like a main star in. I spend too much of my time watching the same actors and things, which is fine. But yeah, um, the uh, Everybody Wants Some is on Pluto TV, which coincidentally is no, also- hold on. You say it's, it, it is on Pluto TV, but it's only in Spanish with Spanish subtitles. Luckily for you, I took two levels of Spanish. Okay, but it's not Ryan Guzman. It's just like a really bad, like, I was gonna watch it and just like, know what they're saying. And it's not like, it's not like good. So I had to go find like a version online. I'm also not good. So I took um, French in high school and then I took Spanish in college. And I'm not good at either of the languages. I took level one and two French and then I took levels one and two of Spanish and I also took like a conversation class in Spanish I'm I'm just not good at speaking Spanish or French or anything my brain doesn't compute if if there's a movie that like I don't like like Minions or like the Emoji movie I'll watch it in like a different language and then have English subtitles I just don't watch movies I don't like well like listen my siblings are like, I really want to watch the Minions. And I'm like, okay, but we're watching it in Dutch. I, my brother's four years younger than me. He's 16. Um, I have unfortunately got him into most of the stuff that he liked. Like, whenever I was in, like, high school and, like, middle school, and I was like, I watch Doctor Who. You should watch Doctor Who, That's right? what I do with my sister. I got her into 911. I found her at 3 a.m. crying over Eddie Begins. You should, every time I watch um, the season four finale, like episode 13 oh, into 14, Survivors? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sob. The whole, like, from the moment, oh my god, it's so bad. I have a video on my phone somewhere saved of me crying. Yes. I also have this really funny TikTok draft saved <laughs> of the first time I watched it, where I'm just, like, rambling, and it makes no sense, and it's something about phones, and I'm like, this has nothing to do with the episode but whatever what what? (laughs) we're so good at our job where even were we i don't even i'm trying to like go back oh brian is good at dancing i think we should just restart (laughs) we've said like four coherent thoughts (laughs) we're a half an hour in (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just making this harder for myself. Oh my god. Okay, so just start over. Oh, let's just restart everything. Okay, so we don't we don't have to redo the intro. Okay, we don't want to. So but, like we can just. <laughs> okay, so right now, so let's like just jump into it. Let's just talk about Hen and Eddie, who like their storyline was kind of small, but like very big in character development. I don't. I. I guess it was. I don't know. I didn't really like register it that much. I don't have that many notes about it written. Um, I did. I took notes this week. You guys proud of me? I'm, <laughs> I think I'm doing a great job. Um, but I like. I don't have that uh, can, many notes about it. But it's I, like I, I know was just like things. gonna say like I. It's big in character development because it shows you that they don't work. Like last week, they were kind of like in a war zone. You know, they kind of had to work yeah. together really well. Uh, because they were going through like this whole ordeal of like hey it's not the right girl and <laughs> you know as eddie has told us multiple times he's very good in awards <laughs> yes yes he's, this he's like, man they're kind of my thing guys i don't, don't do you i i have a silver star guys <laughs> uh, but like in this episode hen is just i think because the last episode she was expecting Chim to just, like, come back anytime. Yeah. And now it's this awkward thing of, like, Chim's not going to be back for a while. And she has to, like, figure out how to work with Eddie. And Eddie has to figure out how to work with Hen. But Hen is used to, like, having Chim, who she's been partners with for years. And Eddie is used to having Buck, who's been partners with for years. And now yeah. it's this little dance and tango. It's, like, the... um. One thing that I, like, specifically had pulled is that I literally wrote that, like, Eddie, a, a bitch needs personal space. He cannot be right next to Hen. Like, <laughs> he, like, he literally walks in there and is just, like, trying to work right beside her. And she's, like, right next to me? Are you serious? I love, he, love him. He's just so used to being just right there by Buck the whole time. And then the other, so the big Hen scene is obviously the one with Robbie. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say Eddie's is like over the dinner table um, in the station. But there is the little scene whenever they're at the call with the dude with the chainsaw. And um, Buck tells like Robbie's like, if you're going to go throw up, go do it somewhere else, not here. Mm-hmm. And so then it's just Buck there. And they, Eddie's on like the other side of the person yeah. from Buck. And Buck just like looks at him. Eddie looks at him, and then Eddie just like hands him the gauze, and they immediately just start working together, like without even it's... talking about it. And I'm like, oh, they're so in sync. You're so good together. There's... It's like a partnership. There's the parallel um, when they're like the first interaction they kind of have on a call in um, pressure, because it's peer pressure, but then in pressure. Um, there's the parallel of um, Eddie going, oh, like, this is what we, were, we need to do for this victim. The guy who sat on the, um, or who, on the, what's it called, the air thing, and was blowing up. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, and then Eddie was like, this is where we have to cut. He's working, he's handing things to Buck, and they're working together. They're, they're not fine-toothed yet, you know, like, they uh-huh. just- kind of got together uh but now jump forward four years later here they are no communication whatsoever just work and bobby's there both times 
<laughs> so um I want to jump back a little bit to something that I definitely already said but um I'm I'm gonna take out there so we have 30 minutes of unusable audio where we talked about step up <laughs> um, uh so it's at the first call um they Ryan's like I'm an excellent dancer and I'm just saying oh, Eddie Eddie where, where's like, the mu- where's the musical episode I know I mix up their names it's fine they're the same person they are <laughs> it's okay you know who I'm talking about he said he says I'm an excellent dancer and I'm just petitioning for a musical episode all uh, the time oh 100% all day uh, every day I I did a little bit of research to see like who sings who doesn't uh, Megan West sings like she has been like professionally trained to sing to dance to act she went to school for it. Uh, Ryan, a triple threat, if you say. Yeah, Ryan in the same boat. Um, so obviously, Buck just has like a type. So what I'm hearing is aggressive uh, duet about a love triangle, uh, where it's it's like he's mine. No, he's mine. They you sing know? that boy is mine. Yes, uh, a la that one episode of Glee. Whenever. <laughs> is it Santana and uh, Mercedes singing it about Puck? You know, my first thought was Zoe's like most excellent mixtape or whatever. It's a playlist. Zoe's extraordinary playlist. There we, yeah, because they do it in that, and it's like Lorelai, uh, who's who's not named Lorelai, but she's married to Peter Krause. Yes, uh, with another yeah. um, actress who I think was one of like the Skyler sisters. Um, and and they sing that song when they fight over um, the guy who played Hans. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Skylar something. I think it's Skylar in it. I I know what you're talking about because I watched that show, but also I didn't ever finish the second season, not because it wasn't good, because I got distracted by something else. Um, so I haven't watched it in a while. And I would like to point out that I also just had to Google to make sure that Puck was actually the character's name because I thought that it started with a P and I'm just, I was just also was wait, saying Buck at wait, the same time. Wait, 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 Ryan, Ryan. What? Oh, what's his last name? Ryan Murphy. We have Puck and we have Buck. Yeah, I had to double check that I didn't just like say that wrong. And I was like, it's definitely Puck because uh, their last name is Puckerman. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan has one idea and he just steamrolled it. No. No. I'm, I'm, Ryan Murphy, uh, if you're listening, I'm on to you. You better watch out. Don't know what I'm going to do, um, but it's probably nothing. I'm just going to like angrily tweet it. Okay. But yeah, so Ryan can dance, uh, Megan can dance. Um, we've seen Hen and Chimney and Maddie before. They've got some epic karaoke duets going on. Um, I think Angela can sing as well. Probably. Um, I think the only person who, um, has said, like, they're uncomfortable singing, um, is Oliver. But that is because he has to do a a fake American accent. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so I'm thinking... We the episode premise is that Buck gets a concussion, uh, where he starts speaking in a British accent and everyone is in a musical but him. I 
just want um buck to have to speak in an accent for some reason or another and everyone just go your accent sucks because i think (laughs) that that, that's something really personal to me that i think would be really funny i think it would be hilarious because uh, a lot of people a lot of viewers of 911 um actually a lot of listeners like what's the percentage of our listeners that are from europe um give me a second i have the tab open um i just need to be in the right tab um from Europe or from the UK? From UK. Um, from because it'd take me a second to, to figure out where countries are. From the UK, we have nine percent of our listeners are from the UK. That's and while I'm while yeah. I'm on the statistics page, I just want to say my favorite is that we have zero percent of our listeners from Serbia. <laughs> Don't know why it felt the need to tell us. That. It's like it's, it's like, like half a person. <laughs> it's like United States sixty-two, Canada eleven, United Kingdom nine. Germany is pulling ahead with six. <laughs> what? And then um, Australia with two. And then we have with one percent um, Switzerland, Chile, Belgium, Costa Rica, Guatemala, South Africa, Croatia, Portugal, and the Czech Republic. And then just Serbia on the bottom with Which zero. Which is absolutely insane. Why are people... Who is listening to us? I don't... From... I don't know. But um, I just... Yeah, so the UK, I'm assuming that people from the uk then know that well i i've a lot of people commented on my videos whenever i post a video of oliver talking um in his like actual accent they say like his accent's a bit bit diluted now because he's been in the states for so long but they Mm -hmm. also like tell me like the region of london that he's in it's very interesting because i can hear like some american accents and i go ah you're from new york like aren't you yeah um but i don't i don't really hear an accent because you're from you? oh <laughs> for you i'm not talking about anyone else uh I, I know where you're from but like i don't hear like anything specifically in i know like because i i'm not like a you know i live in utah but i'm not like utah yeah. I'm, a, I'm a californian yeah utah like their accent is that they refuse to pronounce the t's like they say they say mountain like go to uh, go hack the mountain so uh, do you, did you bun your pants? Yeah. As a na- I'm a native Pittsburgher. I'm from about 45 minutes out, so I don't have, like, a Pittsburgh accent, but I definitely say things. That Pittsburgh accent sucks, by the way. <laughs> um, but I definitely say things that are like it. Like, um, I'll say, like, slippy. Like, um, instead of slippery. So, like, <laughs> um, which is too many syllables, by the way. But, like, um, and then, like, that's, like, the one thing that I know that I definitely do. But then, like, a really common one is that, like, it's, like, um, you can, uh, like, wash your clothes. Um, wash. Like, they put, like, R's in front of or behind everything. And then, um, like, a lot of words, like, um, downtown Pittsburgh would be, like, downtown Pittsburgh. Like, they shorten everything. Mm-hmm. Accents are so funny. I want to analyze everyone's accent. That's That's my next thing. After I do my i'm doing a rewatch over my winter break to analyze locations and also every time that (laughs) athena should have been arrested um and uh, then i'm also i'm gonna keep a tab of accents because i think they're fun they're funky they're different we are the worst we're really doing a terrible job tonight this may be i made a joke the other day about how we should just release an unedited podcast <laughs> this might be it 
That would okay. be terrible. I feel so bad for everyone who listened to it. <laughs> it's always the stupid dancing. <laughs> we nothing can't, else. We cannot. <laughs> you say Ryan dances, and then first we went to step up, oh and then we God. went to Oliver's accent, and then we just talked about accents. <laughs> we did not. Okay. Might just okay. trash the entire <laughs> 40 minutes of this. <laughs> my, my whole stomach hurts because I'm laughing so much. <sighs> We've got off topic twice. <laughs> it's all because of Ryan's dancing. Okay, I can't. Can we just. <laughs> <laughs> have like a six pack now <laughs> oh my god I oh my god. face hurts mine too yeah my oh throat is laughing okay so moving forward I literally I don't <sighs> I don't know where to go now no hold on we've okay. already restarted once we can't no no we're just gonna press through and like <sighs> let's see what where this takes us um I don't want to have to go through an edit <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so Hen and Eddie, that storyline's done. Is it? (laughs) No, we didn't even talk about Hen and Robbie. No, no, that that goes with Buck. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Okay. Yeah, because that's very Buck-centric. I think think I'm going insane. Okay, so moving forward to, to May. Oh my god. Okay. And she absolutely a queen. Um, and okay, so when she is getting her nails done, because um, the last time we saw that was the, um, um, oh, what episode was that? I, I remember it happening, but I don't remember what it, episode it was. The, you had the lady who was bleeding out. What was the 118 doing during this? I don't know what the 118 was doing. It was like a whole thing. Anyway, they, they're talking about the getting the college application done. Um, and she's like, I haven't done anything in my life. Uh, but it was this moment um, where she is holding that woman together that she decides that she's going to become a 911 operator because she like thinks back on it. And she's like, I want to do that. That's a tsunami. Is it the tsunami? Yes. Yes, it was. It was the tsunami. It took, took, me, took me a second to like... It, because I was like, I remember yeah. water, but like I also remember Athena cutting off a man's arm. It was it was a tsunami. It was it was the tsunami the first episode. Okay, so yeah, so that's when okay. she decides that she wants to become a nine one operator. I mean, that's like the the thing that that pushes her. Now she is a nine one one operator, and she's talking to her mom because I think Athena and May's relationship is very strong. Um, versus like Athena and Harry, they're too similar, and therefore they like like they clash a lot but may and athena uh like athena was so ready to like march down to the station and just yell at claudette i mean as she should because claudette needs someone to yell at her but um also literally the last time that 
May was being bullied and it was kept from <laughs> Athena. She tried to kill herself. So yeah, so now she's more open. Um, which then like, you know, she she furthers herself with uh, a woman or a teenager who yes. has just overdosed and she's just calling to leave like her suicide note and Claudette has the audacity to come over and she tries to play hero. And when she May literally was like, you cannot tell people that you understand when like, I love dramatic irony from like the audience's perspective. We were like, mm. we, she does understand Claudette, you're being dumb, but like Claudette doesn't know that. That's my favorite. Like, love dramatic irony. Like I totally understand where Claudette was coming from, but I also don't like Claudette. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, mm, take it. And then Claudette's stupid, like, I'm just pushing you because I know you have that potential. That's BS. Listen, I have trained people before. Uh, and when I don't like a person, I will, like, just try to get on their nerves. And then they'll call me out. Like, this has happened once. Uh, but they, she called me out on, like, me pushing her. And I was like, I'm just doing it because I want you to be better. I just didn't like her. And she didn't like me. I'm going to, like, I was a Claudette before. Claudette was really like, I just want you to be better you have the potential you haven't even let her do anything uh-huh how do you know what her potential is and i'm so sad that your theory didn't hold up i know so am i i thought it was really good because i i thought that's why claudette had come over because she knew but if we if we compare claudette's relationship with me to buck's relationship with robbie you can see one that really cares and who's pushing their their quote-unquote mentee uh and then one person who just wants to play hero and is bsing god buck i have so many thoughts about him all the time i think i've said that on here before i i think about Buck. i think about evan buckley on it like i have like a -a build-a-bear named evan buckley i dress up as evan buckley every monday to watch 911 you know you'll be excited about my halloween costume i'm in the process of putting it together i'm gonna be a buddy clown for halloween (laughs) Because I, it's my last opportunity because I'm pretty sure it's going canon this year. And also it's funny. And I'm also not doing anything for Halloween because I have stuff to do on actual Halloween that's like important things that will make me unable to dress up. So the concept of just dressing up as a firefighter clown for myself is very funny. I am going um, as Evan Buckley for Halloween. I'm I'm gonna make TikToks in my costume, but like I'll I'll do what your TikToks as Evan Buckley. Okay, it'll be fun. Um, Most yeah, need an Eddie. Is anyone going as Eddie Diaz for Halloween? I have no idea. I'll find someone who. We'll find someone who cosplays as Eddie. Uh, but yeah, so that's he stands up to Claudette, uh, which I thought was absolutely baller of her when she walked up to Claude because first she is like. She doesn't want to be in the same room as Claudette. And neither does Linda. Like, Linda... Let me let me tell you, the way that she looked at Claudette through her phone camera, <sighs> I, I would never think to do that. I do it. I've done it. I would never think to do that. Because I'm dumb. And I just, like, avoid the situation entirely. I'd quit my job. But... Like, Linda was trying to get May to cover her shifts with Claudette. And he's like, <laughs> absolutely not. She's like, ah, Claudette's gonna be there. No, thank you. And then her, like, just going, you know what? Screw it. Walking up like you're in my way. And I was like, girl! 
girl grant is an absolute queen i love her and then her relationship with harry absolutely amazing that's that it's the new maddie and evan because they don't they're not really in it so (laughs) because that's not maddie so i I got like an article recommended to me on google to read and it was like is Jennifer Love Hewitt leaving 911? And I was like, no. I'm already aware of this. Yeah. Stop trying to clickbait me with things I already know. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, um, the fact that Harry just like shows up at May's apartment and she just like lets him in and then everyone else just shows up and she's like, they're like, why didn't you tell us that Harry was here? She's like, I didn't know he was missing again. So here's the thing about may's apartment just like a little side note that's still related Mm -hmm. does she live alone or does she have roommates i don't know i'm gonna assume she has roommates because because it's la yeah and it's also it's a very nice apartment and it sounds like she's paying rent alone from what athena said earlier that episode but it doesn't look that big i will give it that from the little bit we've seen of it but like la just is expensive yeah and so I don't know, like, she has to have roommates, but I haven't seen a single roommate. We've also barely been in her apartment. That's very true. Maybe we'll see them later. Robin's we'll get, like, a, a one-shot, like we got with Buck's roommate. Robbie and Albert are her roommates, iconically. <laughs> Just because oh. it's so expensive in LA. That'd be fun. And they're, like, the next gen. <laughs> the next gen. That's, that's the next... 911 spinoff. 911 next next generation. But Harry. 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 Harry? Um, So remember how last week I was like, I refuse to believe that Athena would hit her kids. Uh, Like, probably just like the way they edited it, just for that shock value. And then she did. And I was like, I, I, what? Not only was it very out of character, but. Um, it also looked just really awkward. Like I was yeah. right. Well, I remember last episode I said that it looked like it looked like a backhand, but it wasn't like a good backhand. It was like she kind of like smacked him on the like chin, but like that's kind of what it looked like. But like it doesn't, it didn't look like a smack. Yeah, it didn't. Like it was weird. I don't think I he, like. like I think this is what happened. Like if I Athena, she she just lashed out, and then she realized mid lash. That what she was doing, she did not want to do. Kind of like chimney punching Buck. Like, this is the second... He punched Buck, though. Yeah, what I'm saying, like, this is the second, like, violent uh, gut, like, reaction that we've seen in this show. Just barely after the last time. But it looked like Athena, immediately as she stretched her hand out, she realized, no, wait, I do this and that's why it doesn't look like it looks so awkward because she changed her mind mid uh mid hit mid hit um i saw someone say this so for those of you who are unaware this episode got very bad reviews and it led people to think that the show was going to be canceled because one episode got bad reviews which is if you think that that's not how tv shows work um because I don't know if you know anything about the CW, but they renewed Walker before the second episode of the first season even aired. And that show is bad. So All of CW is bad. That's what Marie and I were talking about today. Yeah, it's... I Whenever I was clicking... They, I was in a rehearsal, and I got out of my rehearsal, and they were like, 
20 minutes of video and I just kind of really flipped through it and every once in a while I would stop and I just like I heard like Riverdale and then I heard like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I was like I don't know what's going on anymore (laughs) to be fair through it all like you and I I like your time spent like an (laughs) hour and then we sent that all through that one group chat instead of just doing it to each other because like halfway through texting I was like maybe like I should like take this to like the private group and I was like no that's so much work (laughs) it's just so much effort to it's funny somebody is calling you while we're filming hold on my roommate just said that she locked herself out I'm gonna let her in no, this is more important. Hold on, I'll be right back. She tried calling me. Okay. I was gonna, I was gonna make fun of you while you weren't here, and I literally couldn't think of anything to do. I just sat here in silence. There's no, there, there's a lot of for you to make fun of me. Yeah, I just, like, I couldn't think of anything funny. Like last week, I said something, and then you took it out of the podcast. Oh, I should have. I didn't. Okay. Um. Athena. Athena? Oh, um, yeah. So, the people think that the episode, the show's gonna get cancelled because of that episode. It won't. But the the reviews for the episode are bad, and I understand why they're bad, because I've watched it twice now, and it's just, it's kind of all over the place, which this podcast is also all over the place, so I guess it makes sense. Um, but, like, I saw someone said that it felt like that, like, really, like, disjointed and awkward, because it is right now because the team switch happened and Athena's in this really weird place and Harry's in this weird place and May's in like a weird kind of work relationship kind of thing and Maddie and Chim are both missing and I was like that makes a lot of sense do you think they did that on purpose but I also don't know I've gone through too many (laughs) writers doing things on accident to give them credit yeah so but if, if they meant to do that really good writing but (laughs) i i think there are some things definitely that they are definitely drawing parallels from like you say sometimes i connect the dots and that's very true but sometimes i think i'm right on the money um and like in line with the but then sometimes they do something and someone's like hey wait a second does this connect with this And they're like sure you got it great you figured it out mystery solved that's how i feel sometimes when i'm doing things but like I felt like this episode had a lot going for it. At the same time, I was like, "What is going on?" But there, also- there, every every season has an episode. Yes, yeah. I also think they're going. They know their show is like super popular now, and they're going for like dramatic after dramatic after dramatic. And it's just not working. We don't have the same like comedic relief between calls and granted there is a lot going wrong in the characters lives right now yeah and i sure hope that once eddie figures out his sexuality crisis Mm -hmm. we'll go back to normal sorry i just remembered something about eddie yes so hen when they get into the ambulance she says like eddie can't drive like she basically (laughs) says that um Eddie's gay. <laughs> Hen just outed him. Because he can't drive? That's... <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. I... Uh, 
I wrote something about that that was like, and he's not new. He's driven the ambulance before. But maybe he hasn't. Maybe that was his first time driving the ambulance. I think think, um, Eddie is like a reckless driver. Like, this is just how, like, I see him, that, like, when he's mad, he goes for a drive, but he drives a truck. You know, he's, like, he's from Texas. He drives a truck. He has to, like, drive a certain way. Oh, did I tell you about the police that I passed yesterday on the road? No. Okay. Please So, it has to do with truck drivers. Um, so, I'm... This is how we get down the rabbit hole. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Um, so, I was coming from, like my campus to uh, my house because I live at home and I commute like 20 minutes and I was like driving down the road and there's like it's like it's 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 a route it's route 66 but it's like um more like a rural part of it because I live in the middle of nowhere so there's like businesses on the side but it's like there's like an equestrian center and like a truck detailing place so like it's not like big things but like there's these big like gravel lots every once in a while and I'm going down the road and there's like one police car in the middle of my lane and like four in the like gravel parking lot of this one business of whatever it was and I was like what is going on so I'm like as I'm like slowing down to like go past it except like there's a car in my lane I have to like wait for the cars to on the other side to go through and like you know all that stuff and so like I'm I'm going here and then I start like reading the size of the cars. Two of them are like local police. One of them is a or two of them are state troopers and one of them is a K9 unit. I'm like, what could possibly be going on? And then I get around the police and I start going a little bit. And there's a truck in the middle of the field, like a pickup truck. <laughs> and its driver's door is like flung open and there is a telephone pole and it is completely split in half as in like half of it is like it's like splintered like in the middle and half of it is just hanging and I haven't been able to figure I I think that truck ran into the phone pole and split it in half but I have not found a single article online telling me what actually happened what probably happened because they have the k9 unit there is that he was on the run from the police already hit the telephone pole and yeah, then I don't know why I jumped and ran. I guess I'll never know. I don't know. I had a dude arrested outside my house once too. That was fun. I once had drug addicts uh, hide in my backyard. Oh, that's so fun. It's always yeah, it's always good. Where were we? We're talking about Eddie being a bad driver. Yes. Okay. So that that was just my thought because we were talking, and then I remembered that. Harry, um, Harry and Athena. Harry and Athena. We talked about them hitting. This is literally the worst episode of this podcast we've ever recorded in the whole time. It's only the sixth episode. I think it's because the episode was just so all over the place. We don't know where to, we don't have like, that. This episode also all over little. The place. We don't good have good little sections to split it into, so we're just kind of flying everywhere. Okay, but like she hits Harry, and then Harry runs off, and then Michael bless his soul, goes to the psychiatrist for, like, Harry, and is like, hey, uh, my wife hit our son, uh, or my ex-wife hit our son. Uh, I didn't like it, because we promised that we wouldn't. And then the psychiatrist is like, hold on, I have a list of therapists that communicate. 
And Athena's gone to therapy before when Jeff attacked her. And then she stopped. Like, I think it's kind of similar, like, with Maddie. Because Maddie kept going to therapy about Doug. And she wasn't finding it helpful because she didn't want to talk about Doug. That was a big trigger for her. And I think it's the same for Athena. She doesn't want to talk about Jeffrey. She doesn't want to talk about being attacked. Because here she is, like, a woman of, of power. Like, she can hold her own. And she was brutally attacked. She really needs to go to therapy. Um, because literally at the end of the episode, um, whenever, like, she's talking to Bobby about, like, Michael wants me to go see a therapist, right? Um, she's literally, like, um, I, my, Michael wants me to go see a therapist because of, like, Jeffrey and because I hit Harry. But that's exactly what Jeffrey wants. Yeah. That's why you need to go see a therapist. He's dead. You. <laughs> she's like, she's like, Harry is uh, playing right into Jeffrey's hands. Buddy, no. You. <laughs> you need, both of you need to go. Harry's already in therapy. You need to go to therapy now. This is important. It's important that you get better, not only for your own mental well-being, but also your children and your ex-husband and your current husband. Like. Yeah. Which Bobby this episode cracked me up. <laughs> Great he really stepdad. Picked, he really picked Harry up from school and was like, I you need to tell them you're suspended. Imagine Harry just camping at the firehouse for a week. What does he what would you do? Like He just hangs Bobby's out with- not always Bobby's not always on shift. Wait, do you remember when like uh Chris Yeah. And he just, like, came, like, in the engine with them. And, like, Bobby just, like, hung out with him. That would be, um, that'd be Harry, except he would put Harry to work. But, like, he's also not on shift all day, every day. Like, I don't know That's what also- he's doing. <laughs> he goes at home and stays with Buck. Buck and Taylor. Yeah, like, what do you, That's so, it's so weird. I don't know, I don't know what Harry thought was going to happen. But I love that he called Bobby and he's like, Bobby is just going to like go easy on me and he's not going to say anything. And Bobby's like, you're exactly right. I'm not going to say anything. You're going to say stuff because I'm your stepdad. <laughs> and then and then he tells like Michael and Athena, obviously. And he's like, he said you weren't going to say anything. <laughs> he's like, but you said you would. Uh, I love I love their family. They're, they're all so cool together. They're so cute. Bobby is such a great dad. He really is. Like, May and Harry, they didn't replace Broken Bobby. Um, but, like, they are roughly around the same ages as uh, May and Harry. Which I think is, like, a cool, like, little thing. Also, May and Harry really lucked out in the parents' department. Their parents oh, yeah. Are a lot. Like, Everyone else has really bad parents. I know. they're They're doing a really good job. I... Despite the fact that Athena's on some weird thing right now where she really needs to go to see a therapist, um, you know, they're they're doing a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of what they've accomplished. Yeah, they're perfect. Amazing. Uh, I, Athena needs to go to therapy. Yes. Uh, I think she needs to take a leave of absence and just kind of just reflect on the fact that... Because, like, this is the thing about Athena... 
she bottles it up she doesn't talk about it and then she'll let it go and like one giant like breaking down like with Emmett she didn't talk about Emmett for years didn't get married until she met Michael um and then like just like after Emmett's killer was found she goes home and Bobby's like are you okay and then she just breaks down and she does it again after Jeffrey is killed and or yeah uh, and she's cleaning the house she just breaks that's her thing she holds it in and it has to be like how she was brought up and being in the police station as a woman in the 80s or whatever it was that makes sense um i had i had a, a thought i don't remember what my thought was uh, um uh, oh um i think um athena and harry need to spend time apart like i know that athena is like worried about her son but right now her harry is on like some really weird like my mom is a bad mom bad cop thing which like granted she is a she does a lot of illegal things as a cop um but like she she's not a bad mom and he's because of jeffrey he's got this like he's he's obviously he needs help because it's not his fault that he was kidnapped by somebody who like had this vendetta against his mom. Uh-huh. But they need to stay separated because they're just going to keep getting on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Harry and Athena. Like I said, like they're so alike because Mae kind of did the same thing when she wrote that essay. Yes. But but Athena just kind of like she got mad about it and then like let her off her shoulder. She's like, "I'm a sergeant, put that in your essay." With Harry though, She's, I think she sees herself so much in Harry that, like, this is, like, very concerning for her. Like, Michael and Harry get along fabulous. And Athena get along fabulous. Like, those are, like, the pairs. Because, you know, mm-hmm. like, you probably get along with one more with one parent than the other. It's kind of, like, a thing. Yeah, I think it also has to do with the fact that May's thing is just, it was just about bad cops in general and the fact mm-hmm. that she had this experience with a cop and then Athena also just happens to be a cop. Living with the and, yeah. iconic line. It really is. And then um, Harry's thing the fact that he's the way he is right now is directly Athena's fault mm-hmm. because she's the one who she's the one who shot Jeffrey's dick off. Um, heard that. Yeah, and then um, didn't do it without any body. She did it without any body cam footage, without any backup. And then um, didn't notice he was missing, despite the fact that she's been, like, on his case for a while. Didn't notice that the detective got hurt. And it's not, like, really her fault, because there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I feel like they let that go really, really easily. And then, like, her son did get kidnapped because she was not thinking that she was a victim. So, like, it it is her fault in a way. It's not, like, I'm not gonna say, like, there's so much she could have done that would have changed it because the out- it, that outcome might have happened no matter what she did, but, like, it it's different. What was Harry- because you've watched the episode twice. What was Harry reading? Because I remember I saw it 
and I was like trying to figure it out, but it went too fast. It's I still have the episode pulled up, so let's find out right now live. Um, it is no stop it. <laughs> I must. I had it paused really perfectly, and then I tried to do something and messed up. Okay. Um, it is no article name, uh, no website name that I can see. Uh, there are tabs along the top. The tabs are Jeffrey Gallery Media Online. The headline is Justice for Jeffrey Hudson. Hashtag I Believe Jeffrey. Um, and then it says Rogue Cop Gets Away with Murder. Notorious Rogue Cop Athena Grant. Harry's fingers are in the way for some of these letters, these words. So I think it's Gets Away with Murder this past weekend. Wrongly accused Jeffrey Hudson was shot and killed in the Metro Tunnel. Eyewitness reports say that Hudson wasn't even carrying a loaded gun when Grant viciously, viciously gunned him down. Wait, wait, I, eyewitness of reports. It was just the 118 there. I mean, it, it, it wasn't a loaded gun. They are right. He did say that. Yeah. Um, And then but, I, I think it looks like a blog post about Jeffrey. Um, to to like, be fair, he had a gun. There's no, she doesn't have x-ray vision. She cannot look at the gun and be like, that's not loaded. You're not going to shoot my husband and yeah. my son. Um, the, it Then at the end, it says some more things about like, how can we keep letting cops, whatever. Um, and then at the end, it says, this writer has had enough. I'm asking you, my fellow community members in the Los Angeles area to organize um, with me. It is time we hold these killers accountable. Hashtag ACAB. Hashtag I believe Jeffrey. Hashtag Jeffrey Hudson was innocent. So with that's the, probably something we're going to deal with. As an audience member, I know Jeffrey is, is a villain. I know that yes. to be truth because I watched it happen. And I had to sit and watch these these women like cry and I was sobbing. As if I was a civilian, I I love true crime. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I would immediately go, no, Jeffrey's the villain. <laughs> no hesitation. Of course, because there's so much it's the it's the Ted Bundy thing mm-hmm. which I, I'm wondering if Harry's gonna sneak out and join like a protest or like I, join like a little group we're definitely not done with Jeffrey and I was, I'm kind of I was kidnapped that. by Jeffrey and he's innocent hmm wait a second buddy I don't we're not done with I want to be done with Jeffrey I know it's a major thing but uh, I after I like, uh, sorry, I feel like we need to move on from Jeffrey, just in general in the show. Yeah. It's well, holding back. Well, here's the thing: with uh, after Athena was attacked in season three, Lou brings over a bunch of like she's on she's on leave because she has been brutally injured. Mm-hmm. Lou brings over case files about Jeffrey, even though Jeffrey's been caught. Because mm-hmm. Athena has been obsessed, but Lou also helps. Lou's just as involved. That's just my... She, she's been obsessed with it, but... But, like, I, I would be, too, if that was the guy who attacked me. Yeah. And I was in a position of, like, I could hold my own. But then, like, I was attacked by a man who has attacked and raped women before in the past, and I am a woman. 
be very not okay. Yeah. And she just needs therapy. But also, I totally understand, like, the the hesitancy to do therapy because no one wants to relive their trauma. Like, it will help her in the end. But the first few sessions are going to be really rough. Okay, I think that's all I can say for Athena Mm -hmm. at the moment. So what what's what's next is it just just buck it's it's and robbie Robbie and all that okay so we can just start from the beginning and just work our way timeline wise good because that's how my notes are written i've been scouring this okay so it starts with taylor yes uh taylor lives there i i question that because i thought about it so my she either lives there or she has a key um because so she looks like she's going for a run at the start of the episode she's wearing more clothes her hair's pulled back she has headphones around her neck and sorry i voice to text my notes and normally i go through and fix them but i did not so half of these words don't make sense i'm trying to decipher them like buck is like straight up like trying to sleep so and then he's just like i forgot my phone so I don't know if that's like a Taylor was already there and then she was heading out. This is why this or, is why I think she lives there because when Buck came home after the she blackout. Was there. Well he she wasn't there. The 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 blackout one. After the blackout, okay. He he goes, Hi honey, I'm home, you know, that cute little line. Mm-hmm. Uh I think she lives there and that's why like they see each other m- more. But, like, you also, we haven't been in Buck's apartment for, like, the longest time. And so I, I haven't seen anything that, like, says, like, another person lives here. No. There's, what? listen, listen. If I were Taylor and, and Buck had a picture of Paddington next to his bag, <laughs> I would make him get rid of it. I say that as I look around my room and I have, like. I have a meme wall. Like, I am not in the position to talk. It's it's the fact that it's Paddington, I think, is what's throwing me off. Because if I'm looking, like, around my room right now, I have uh, Loki is looking at me. Castiel is looking at me. I have a Stranger Things poster on the wall. Like, it's... Yeah, there's a lot. But I, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's the fact that it's Paddington. So in the next episode, kind of going along this, like, Taylor lives there, might live there thing. Mm-hmm. In the next episode, it's... Um called ghost stories right yes um and i very like paralleled this to haunted from season two Mm -hmm. and that's the episode when buck moves out of abby's apartment and he lets go of abby i think next episode is going to be and i could be wearing my like clown shoes and all of that but i think it's going to be the natural progression of like we don't work together romantically but as friends, we're, like, the best. So, this is... You want to hear my parallel? Please, tell the parallel. So, um, last night, whenever I was just doing what I do, so I don't ever rewatch 911 in a consecutive order. I just skip around episodes I like, depending on when I want to watch them. So, last night, I watched uh, the Christmas episode that has Shannon in it and oh uh, mary x-men yes and i think that shannon and eddie's relationship 
is like in once Eddie comes back from Afghanistan so we don't really know much about him and Shannon before he was deployed but like after he comes back and like into up until when she dies I think it is very similar to what Buck and Taylor have right now Mm -hmm. in that we have a lot of like they specifically mention in the show that um Eddie and Shannon have a hard time like talking about things and they are they are continually like ending their arguments with like sex which we've seen Buck and Taylor do not necessarily ending arguments but they have a lot of conversations that like go that way they're very like physically attracted to each other but they just didn't ever no matter how much they cared about each other they never really worked romantically together so when I write Shannon Diaz, uh, because I, 901 does a really horrible job at expanding upon characters that aren't firefighters. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like Shannon, uh, Allie, uh, Taylor, the girlfriend, Aaron, David, <laughs> Carlos, Carlos from 911 Lone Star, not the show we're talking about right now. But like you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so when I write Shannon, uh, cause I have my fan fiction right now, uh, and I write her as like, she is very supportive of like Buck and Eddie as together, but she's also like this very cool person who just like is best friends with Eddie. Like they were friends before they were lovers and like, they only got married because they had Christopher, but they were like best friends and that like, they, they are great friends. But just husband and wife together just didn't work. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They don't, it's the same kind of relationship. And that, like, they have, like, really good, like, like, they, they have could good chemistry. Be, yes, but not romantic. Yeah. And obviously, I have no idea what it was like before Christopher was born and before Eddie was deployed and had, like, PTSD and stuff like that. And before. Um, Shannon was consistently like hounded by the Diaz's mentally and verbally abused yeah yes like I have no idea what the relationship was like before that but like it's so similar in some aspects that I don't see why they wouldn't break up and then also do you know what would be oh go ahead no I was gonna move on to something else if you have something else to say let's go I was just gonna say like it would be a very cool way for them to because this is how like I I would like them to break up but like in, in a way of like Taylor is like hey um I have a really big crush on someone at work uh like and, and like for by Taylor to come out um uh, like I have this crush on this girl at work and then for Buck to go oh my goodness you won't believe this I I have a crush on this guy at work <laughs> And then they're just like, listen, let's just be bi besties. That's all I want in life, please. Okay, so my next thing is that um, another reason they're not super compatible, we get a lot of this, um, what, Taylor calls Buck needy earlier in the show, right? Uh, justified, though. Like, yeah, the, it's, not, it's not like a out-of-pocket thing but like she does say it and then like in this episode same thing like it's a justified thing to say but she does say maybe you 
might want to consider not everything's about you. Which, okay, so I, someone uh, was trying to say, like, oh, she just jumps, like, her personality jumps around too much. And I was like, no, no, like, hear me out. The, the first time we see her in the morning, she's saying, babe, like, not everything's about you. Like, just get your head out of the clouds. Like, they love you. This negative thing is not about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she makes this breakfast and she says, this is about you. This is a positive thing. Yeah, this she's breakfast. doing She's doing what she thinks is right. And she's doing, for the most part, a pretty good job of it. Like, yeah. they're, like, based on what I know about Buck, I would not tell him to his face. You might want to consider not everything's about you. But also, like, I don't, like, but it's like, the same thing with, like, the needy thing. Like, she said it trying to be helpful. Like, she was not Eddie, trying to do anything wrong. And here's the thing. Eddie did the same thing. He literally did. And, 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 and when I brought that up, someone was like, um, that's not it. And I was like, okay, literally, you just really want Buddy and you just hate Taylor. But, like, but Eddie did the same thing, but we just say it's the kitchen scene, you know? It's literally the same scene. They both happened in the kitchen to people that he's either potentially romantically uh, interested in or is currently. Mm. And it's it's the same thing. Like, he, they're both trying to be helpful. And... I think it's the same thing as like later in the episode when they're at the dinner table and they're like all just like, Buck, we all talked to Chim. Like, why didn't you tell him that? Like these people think they know Buck so well, but then like based on what I know about him, I would never not tell him something that I was gonna play directly into his like abandonment issues. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think they keep assuming that like I'm better. Because he's so happy and go lucky. But like Hen immediately saw that he was like hurting and still didn't say anything. <laughs> she didn't she she talked to Robbie. She was like, Look, I know he's being a hard ass, but it's because he cares about you. And then I just I wanna know, did Eddie get the same kind of conversation? <sighs> because whenever Eddie started, Buck was like being a dick to him and he was <laughs> Well, like, do you remember like, that that uh, Eddie was like, listen, I know you're, like, sad about your, your ghost girlfriend. He's like, who told you about that? And Shinry's like, not me. Ha ha. Definitely Hen and Shinry cornered Eddie. And they're like, listen, he's just like, he's really sad right now because his girlfriend left him. And he hasn't come to terms with that yet. I really, I really like the concept of every single new firefighter that shows up at the 118 and has to get quartered by Hen and Jim and go, look, he's not mad at you. Listen, his girlfriend left him. Listen, his sister and his kind of brother-in-law left. <laughs> People just keep leaving him. Oh my God. He really, he really can't catch a break, can he? No. He's like, hey, Bobby's like, hey, I want you to train this new person. It's like, but, but Bobby... Someone just left me. No, no, I'm gonna give you a new person to leave you. Don't worry. And then I've seen a lot of people say that we're kind of jumping through the entire Robbie thing right now. Um, I'm just talking about Buck. I um seen a lot of people say that um him saying that he is going to transfer is like very out of character for Buck, but it's not. absolutely not. <laughs> it is not. Is it something that I think that they should have like done in the show not really I've read a lot of fan fictions with the same trope though it's very popular like Mm -hmm. it's it's not that out of pocket I literally manifested this I called it I said uh 
because at first I was like, oh, maybe I don't know Buck that well because uh, I, I thought it was going to happen immediately after Maddie left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it didn't. I was like, oh, I must not know Buck that well. And then it happened this episode. I was like, I know my I know my boy. Um, but I, I said that he was going to try to, to get ahead by just leaving everyone else so that they can't leave him. Yeah, literally. And that's why I think he's going to break up with Taylor as well. This man has been left every single time in his life. And I, I just made an edit about it on my TikTok. You should go check it out at Delves. Um, about the lawsuit art, which is basically the same thing. He just wants to get back to the one place where he's been, like, accepted. And, like, one of the first things he said in this episode is um, that no one's talking about Chim. It's really weird in the, um, like, station right now. People are, like, avoiding talking to him about it. And then he specifically mentions that Eddie's being weird, which I think is completely unrelated to the Chim thing and is his own little sexuality crisis. Um, because it's not really brought up again. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe, like, Hen mentions it, like, once or twice. But I also don't, like, I don't think he acted that weird in the episode. I think because he is with a partner that is not Buck. Yeah, it's not like a weird kind of thing that you need to like call out to your girlfriend who doesn't work with you, you know? Because like the last time he like singled out Eddie was when he was talking with Carla and Carla's like, what's it like at work right now? And he's like, I miss Eddie. And she was like, no, I mean like the having to wear uh, bat like bulletproof vest, but sure, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's unpack that real quick. Yeah, so I think the Eddie thing is completely unrelated. Um, but the fact that he like specifically like, started the episode is like it's really weird at work. Everyone's avoiding me, um, like avoiding talking to me about stuff. Um, I just want things to go back to the way they were. And he's also he thinks that it's his fault that Chim left. It's not his fault that Maddie left, but Maddie left him before, kind of thing. Like he's very yeah. much and nobody told him that they talked to Chim. So like it, it's it's very much like it's been coming the whole episode. You just had to be looking. And there's also the the fact that like he tries calling his his family. He tries calling Maddie, who's also still Maddie Kendall, which maybe Yeah, I know. I that. <laughs> when, um, when I when the voicemail picked up and I was like Maddie Kendall, I was like it, 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 Kendall. <laughs> okay. Why why do you still have that name? Like even in the the synopsis, like she always has that name. But anyway, uh, he even tells Taylor like. Maddie stopped talking to me after she found out that Chim knew. Chimney doesn't talk to me because I didn't tell her. Dylan didn't tell him about Maddie. And then when he tries calling, you know, he calls Maddie and her voicemail box is full, definitely from calls from both Buck and Chimney. And then he tries calling Chimney and he gets the voicemail. And Chimney, because he's petty and I love him, (laughs) said, like, if it's Buck, I don't want to hear from you. Which has to suck. It really is much. It really, they just let him be happy. I would have cried. Like, I would have, no like, joke, broke down. Oh my God, I'm so sensitive to everything. It's fine to be sensitive, by the way. But I'm like, you raise your voice at me, I do start crying. Like, yeah. or whenever I'm trying to have like a serious conversation with someone, I will start crying. And I'm like, I literally have to like sit there and like tears are like rolling down my face. I'm like, I'm literally not sad right now. I don't know what's wrong with me. Keep talking. You're fine. It's so ridiculous. Um, So I know we talked a little bit about Taylor. Uh, You discovered something uh, while in your rewatch today in the final scene with Taylor. Oh, I did. 
you want to know what well, if you if you recall back a couple episodes when we were talking about uh, salads the salagory um we specifically mentioned that it'd be really funny if the next time we see buck he was with a fruit salad because eddie had a fruit salad and you know what taylor probably buys for breakfast because i don't think it looked very homemade um fruit salad now that was all no no you say that's all i did some research now no there, there's more there's definitely more because there is another salad in the episode um i also have that in my research can can i elaborate on the salagory for this episode yes so um, I was trying to find like if there was salad symbolism, which there isn't, but there is lettuce <laughs> symbolism. And lettuce is symbolizes a sexual prowess, um, and it's a promoter of love and childbearing in women. And so we have Anna who brings three salads. She's trying to win her man back. She's trying to to show that I am a mother to Christopher. I look, look, I am love. I am like a mother figure. And then when that doesn't work, she makes a fruit salad. Uh, so she gets rid of the lettuce and she makes a fruit salad. Um, Eddie, in this episode, uh, hit the bowl of salad is in front of him. He's dishing it out uh, because unlike Anna's salad, uh, he'll eat this one. Like this one means that he feels comfortable with this uh, declaration of love. But what really gets me is the fruit salad. Um, Because fruit salad has a metaphor or it has symbolism tied to it. So fruit salad is actually uh, can be used as a military slang for a service member's display of medals and ribbons on a dress uniform. And so we know that um, our boy Eddie Diaz is a decorated war vet. Uh, And I think she was trying trying to recall that. Um, Like, look, you have your St. Christopher medallion, your silver star. But then if we even go even further with the fruit salad at the end of this episode um, and the symbolism. And so I looked up like what the common fruit was in a fruit salad. And it gave me strawberries, pineapples, grapes, blueberries, kiwis, mandarin oranges, and mangoes. So strawberries symbolize, <laughs> shut up. Strawberries oh symbolize spring, rebirth, and love. Pineapples uh, symbolize warm welcome, celebration, and hospitality. Uh, hospitality grapes symbolize good things and good luck blueberries perfection sweetness and life and character kiwis plenty and good things to come mandarin oranges abundances abundance and happiness and mangoes prosperity and happiness taylor makes this for buck or at least buys it for buck um to show that there are good things that are going to come that this is about you um anna tries that route and it backfires instantly because she made so many muffins. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. It's all about the fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with this. I took what Tim gave me and I went for it. I think you... I think you've got a little... I liked it. I like my version where it was just like it's a fruit salad because they're gay. <laughs> But listen, I there is symbolism within the fruit. Oh my god! Thank you. Oh. So Buck, um, he's going through a lot. Uh, but Robbie, <laughs> poor Robbie, hides out um, in Cap's office, which I'm so excited that we saw again 
because I thought we were just going to see that two second clip of it and then never again like they built this whole set that we never see again but then he was in it for like a good five minutes okay then where's the bunk room no clue like it exists I'm, part, I'm part of me wants them exist. part of me wants like fox to like do like a little walkthrough but I know that like the the um, the and the um Bobby's office are two different sets yeah which like makes me really sad because I can't just go onto the the 118 set and like walk through and go oh my goodness like here's the bunker oh my goodness here's like this and this uh but uh Hen finds him first she has a cute little oh I guess he's not here <laughs> you know she's definitely used that with Denny before she sees him all and she confronts Robbie in a very motherly fashion but she also has done this before when Buck was fired she confronts Buck in a very motherly fashion she confronts Buck um, when he comes back after the lawsuit uh, Hen is just a mother she's been a mother for a very long time uh, and it very much shows in her character and her personality that's all I have for that little Um, scene I don't know where it is I don't know where we are in my notes. Hang on. Did I write anything? I don't know. Um, I don't think I wrote anything about that. I do have some stuff about dinner, though. Yes. So, um, at dinner, the seating arrangements at the table, I don't know if you noticed this, um, but so we're at the dinner table um, and Buck's like, I'm going to put in for a transfer because obviously it's my fault that everything's going wrong and you guys are better off without me kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, sitting at the table, right, we have Hen and Robbie and Bobby and Eddie and then there's some other random dude there. Um, I think you, he's the driver. He might be, I don't know, but he, he doesn't matter. He's sitting uh, next to Hen, though. I want to mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, and then Robbie's sitting next to Buck, and then at the heads of the table on the two ends we have Bobby, Dilts. who is his like father figure, right? And then um, the we have Eddie at the other end, which I think that says something because those seating arrangements are deliberately picked. So also, the seating arrangement is very similar to the seating arrangement uh, in the episode when. Buck finds out that Bobby's the one that's keeping him from returning to the 118 uh, back in season three. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it, it was also in that scene where Buck or Bobby's like, I'm, you know, I'm the, the dumbass who is keeping you from doing this. And like when he's spiraling again in season five, Bobby's like, I'm the one that told Chim to go. I thought that was a fun parallel. I absolutely love that Buck's just like going on the table like well obviously it's my fault that everything's going wrong so um you know Eddie's replacing Chim and Robbie's gonna replace me and then Eddie's just like who's replacing me Uh, what a and then Buck just like he laughs like he doesn't do anything he doesn't have anyone to replace Eddie Mm mm-mm Despite the fact that there are other people that work in this fire station. Apparently. There's someone literally sitting across from him. Yeah. Like, I didn't talk to Chim. He, he, he doesn't say a single thing. I just know he's there because he has gray hair and he's sitting next to Hen. 
I think it's very fun that he just kind of laughs, he blushes, and then Bobby's like, I'm glad that we remember who the real captain is because um, even if you did apply for a transfer, I have to sign it off. And the answer is no. He's like, you're not going anywhere. (laughs) Oh, you're coming home with me. (laughs) And he's like, you're stuck with us. And is that a, is that a, um, word? Like, you're stuck with the 118, or uh, you're literally the legal guardian of my son. I have baby trapped you. You cannot go anywhere. The word us is used a lot by Eddie. Um, When he breaks up with Anna, he's like, I thought that's us, but it didn't. Like, it didn't work out between us. And the one that got away when Buck's talking about Red, and it's like, we would still be friends if, like, we transferred out, right? Um, and then the chimney and hen are like, well, we don't really talk with the other people, like the previous people, the 118 and books like getting really worried. And, uh, Eddie goes, anyways, that won't happen to us. Uh, and then he goes, you're stuck with us. Like I just really cute. I think us is also just a common way to refer to multiple people. No, it is. It is. It is. But it's just like (laughs) Eddie. But Eddie's always the one that's reassuring. Like, you're going to stick with us. That's not going to happen to us. Like, Jimmy or Hen or Bobby who says that, it's always Eddie when it's reassuring Buck. Oh, you know, something's at the very end of the episode. Once we go through the whole Robbie storyline, which like Robbie... Also, we haven't really talked about him yet, despite the fact we keep, like, brushing right over him. Um, he he was great this episode. I appreciated him. He's so adorable. He, I loved the way that he just, like, everything was just, like, fun and new to him. And I was like, that's really nice he, to see. He's just happy to be included. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the memes are just, I'm just happy to be here, guys. But, uh, Robbie, I... I've said this to you before. You've said it to me. I think we both believe this. I think Robbie is, comes from a stable home. Yeah. No, he, he definitely he looks, does. He looks at the 118. He's like, y'all are weird. Y'all are freaks. I know. He, he's really like, at dinner, they're having this entire discussion about like Buck transferring. Like, Buck, you can't transfer. And he's like, what is going on? But he he killed it this episode. His uh, call with the um, monoxide at the like meth lab in the basement of <laughs> the meth lab in the basement of the retirement home. Mm-hmm. Um, great call. Uh, he did a fantastic job. Um, despite the fact that he had to go throw up on that one call and that he broke things on the first call, it's it happens, you know. It was so cute. He was like, "What is this thing doing?" And it folded up like a taco. They couldn't have Mexican. It it just. He, everything is so like new with him but at the very end of the episode whenever he's like I think like after Buck has started calling him Robbie instead of Proby um, he's like I'm really like honored that you picked me to be your replacement but um, I, I like being me and I was like oh <laughs> you're so I am so, you're so excited precious for... and innocent if Robbie has like a coming out arc you know, like, I don't think anyone in the 118 is straight at all. No. Bobby's on thin ice. <laughs> he was an ice skater. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's on thin ice. Um, but 
watch. He's going to have, like, this coming out arc where it's like, guys, I've been, like, gay the whole time. Or, guys, I've been bi the whole time. Uh, he's like, I, I like being me. And Buck's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is my arc. He's like, you can't, he's like, you can't come out first. I was going to come out. <laughs> he's like, you have five years. <laughs> but at the at the very end, um, before he, before Buck goes home to Taylor, whenever they're talking and he like walks past Robbie and he's like, uh, see Robbie or whatever he says, I thought, or he's like, good job today or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he says, Robbie, I swore that Robbie was going to turn around and be like, Evan. <laughs> Thanks, Evan. That's what I thought too. I was like, is he going to call him Evan? And he didn't. And I... I really thought that was gonna happen both both times despite the fact that I'd already seen the episode knew it wasn't gonna happen I was like it's gonna call him Evan it just it felt like that was the right course of action for him to say right back at you Evan and then for Buck to have that kind of like where he's smiling and he's looking down he's laughing and shaking his head (laughs) you know what smile I'm talking about yeah 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 and then uh what if Robbie then had Evan privileges (laughs) I so I I have a friend um, who who watches 911 on TikTok chat. Um, she wrote a fan fiction where like Eddie got hurt on a call during like B shift and Robbie was there. And so Robbie had to call his emergency contact, which was Evan Buckley. And so he calls it and he's like, wait, Buck, your first name is Evan. <laughs> oh, I, love- I just I, I want this man to be like, he doesn't know what Buck's first name is. He doesn't know what Chimney's first name is. It's just Chimney and Buck. And then one day he Evan by like Eddie. And he's like, who's Evan? And it just, it goes on for like the whole episode. He's like, they're like, guys, I don't know who Evan is. Who, who, what? Just like constantly bringing it up. And then eventually just gets back around the Buck. And he's like, I'm Evan. You fucking dumb. <laughs> no, you're you're Buck Buck. It's, it's it's like that one scene in Teen Wolf. Like you named your kid Styles. <laughs> you named, you named your kid Styles. Buck Buckley. No, he named his fucking kid Mises Claw. Or how you say it? So dumb. Dumbest name reveal. I thought it was hilarious because you're you're waiting the whole show. Actually, dumbest name reveal on Teen Wolf is the fact that Sheriff Solinsky's name is Noah, because. <laughs> He didn't have a name for the first five seasons of the show. And he, so everyone just called him John. And then they went, you know what's really funny? If we give him a name, it's no, Noah. I thought his name was going to be like Eric. Eric's a wrong name. Anyway. I him John in the fix. I don't care. This anyway. Is, this is not you. Um, so is that with Robbie? Unless you have more. Yeah. Okay. I, no, I think that's it. I think my last thing is about the end with Taylor. Um, which we kind of talked about a little bit, but like, Buck comes home and there's breakfast waiting for him, which is cute. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. But Taylor is dressed very formally, so I don't know if it's because like she also just got off a shift from work, or if she's leaving to go to a shift from work, and this is just like where their shifts overlap, and that just is what she's wearing, um, or if she's actually just dressed that formally to have breakfast. I think she was about to head to to work. Okay. I, that, I that feels like something she would wear as a reporter. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. But I, I've seen a lot of people be like, "Oh my god, she's just dressed so formally." But like, I think she actually just had to go to work, and she also looks um, really cute. Like, yeah, she looks she so does. good. Um, and then, oh wait, this is 
this is my note where I discovered the fruit salad. It says also she is dressed very fancy. Holy fuck. There's a fruit salad. Holy fuck. Oh my gosh. The fr- I'm telling you the fruit salad allegory. Um, I just and then I just don't mention the salad again in my notes. Um, I move straight back into um, like Taylor. It just it doesn't feel right at the end of the episode. Like going back into like the he, they he, don't quite have the right chemistry. Yeah, he gives her a hug, and he's smiling. And then the second that she can't see, that smile drops. And I think I don't think it has anything to do with Taylor. I think it has to do he's, with Buck. Not he's had a rough. About, he's had a rough time. Man. Yeah. Uh, when when you first meet his psychologist, uh, Doctor Copeland, which I think is a hilarious name, Copeland. Like you have to cope. Um, also, where is she in all of this? No has, he, has he talked to her? I hope. Like I hope he does. But does, um, does he still see a therapist? Uh, she says, "Like you hide your feelings," and he even acknowledges. That he's like, "Yeah, like I hide my feelings," and that's why he tells uh, Maddie that he's seeing Doctor Copeland because uh, he wants her to know. Uh, but I think he's hiding his feelings from from everyone else because if he says that he's sad, other people are going to be sad, and he's going to lose the people that he loves. There's a great song by um, uh, AJR called Karma, where it talks about like if I tell people that I'm sad, they're also going to be sad and they're going to leave me. Aww. and I think that's Buck. Like I think he's he's walking on thin. Like there's no thin ice, but he feels like there's thin ice. If he tells Eddie how he really feels, if he tells Taylor how he really feels, it, he thinks if he distances himself, then he doesn't have to deal with that. Then they won't see that he's sad. But he misses his sister. He misses Chimney. He misses his niece. And that sucks. Let Buck be happy. What? 2021. 2021. 2022. It's not going to happen in 2021. Um, let, let Buck be happy 2022. Can we talk about the phone call? Yes. So I also, I called this. I, I also said like, Maddie's going to call from an unknown number and she's going to call him Evan straight up. And then that happened. I was so happy. Uh, <laughs> but I was thinking about it today of like um, how Buck would have recognized it. Uh, it's definitely in um, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, but it's it sounds like it's church bells. It really, whenever I first heard them, I was like, is she at a wedding? And like, I, what I is few, going on? I have a few thoughts. So my first thought was Daniel. That like, um, when Maddie drove Buck to their old house, um, before she tells him that she's going to leave with Doug, mm-hmm. she must have like gone to the church and he like, like, yeah, like, isn't this and like that's the church where like Daniel's buried at, or, uh, like jumping back to season three, Maddie's eating the the fish, and she doesn't like it. Like it's not sitting well with her. Uh, and then she turns to Chimney. She's like, "Oh, like I'm. We have to go," because she mm-hmm. knows that she's pregnant. And I know that she was a nurse, but every woman acts differently. What if Maddie has been pregnant before, and that's how she knew? Uh, but she had a, like a miscarriage and only like and Buck knows and like she went to the church that her baby is buried at like I, I know like this is like sounds like insane like, that would like be such a great story of like she has almost been a mother before Doug and now like she's going through this traumatic thing of like I was almost 
with like this horrible man you know yeah and she trusts her baby with g but she would never i i do know i've thought about the fact that maddie never had a kid with doug because they were together for a really long time and not that it was a stable or healthy relationship at all but like there had to have been some you know yeah like and there is a statistic um uh, abused or um, domestic violence women um, that was done in 2019 that when a baby is involved or like, when a mother gets pregnant the violence actually gets worse um, um, okay. and, and, and stress levels go up and more miscarriages actually happen to victims have you ever seen the musical waitress yes the one song uh, you will still be mine beautiful Mm -hmm. song greatly portrays that um i think that's a really great example of a bad situation that jenna gets out of because like her husband like she gets pregnant and she saves all this money to get out of this relationship and then he just takes it yeah like i feel like that's definitely something that could have happened to maddie before Maddie, I because we've had so many like stories about like pregnancies. Like we have Gwen in um, now on Lone Star. She's pregnant, and then you find out it's not actually Owen's kid, and so she leaves. Also, did they have that kid ever? Did we ever get to see? No, because she goes back. She goes back to New York. Yeah, I know, but are we gonna get to see the kid? I hope we. I I hope we do. I want to. I want to see Lisa Cuddy again. Um, I want to see Big Brother TK. And then we have um, Grace in 911 Lone Star who finds out she's pregnant after being in a traumatic accident. Mm-hmm. And now is like having to like relearn how to walk while also being pregnant. Um, and obviously the whole Hen and Karen thing. The Hen and Karen thing. And then you have the Maddie and Chimney thing. And so we haven't had a miscarriage yet. And like we keep like racking our brains trying to figure out what the next like thing is because whenever I think of something like, oh, they've done it in Lone Star. Oh, they've already done that. They haven't done a miscarriage yet, which I think would be a very interesting arc for Maddie to go through. It would certainly I don't I don't know whether it would benefit or um like decline her character's like well being mental health to like have that storyline exist because she already has a dead brother. Like, mm-hmm. you know? I I can totally see that happening. And then Chimney. He's in Utah. He's in Utah! Which is absolutely amazing because whenever I look outside, there's snow on the mountains. And I'm like, G is experiencing her first snow. (laughs) It hasn't snowed here yet. It was actually uh, 70 degrees today. It's been like 60s where I am. It's it's 53 right now at this current moment. Let's see. Um, is currently opening my weather app. Uh, it's currently forty-five. Nice. So we're thriving. <laughs> uh, I think that's the episode, right? I think so. Next week. I, I closed my laptop. I stopped looking at my notes. So five six in two weeks. Eddie in two weeks. Next week. Don't know what we're gonna do. Maybe we'll take a break. Maybe you'll get a bonus episode. Who knows? Not me. So um for eddie not being in the trailer i think it's because because 
he's definitely like still in the show because he's definitely in episode seven because he's definitely gets <laughs> kidnapped by Mark. Oh my god! Who I know real. his like real name. I know who he's playing. Like I know his character's name, but in my head, he's always just gonna be Mark. Do you think I know what his character's called? No, because I don't care about a single thing Mark Pellegrino does ever. <laughs> he's uh, not even the best version of Lucifer on Supernatural. Misha Collins is. Yes. So, um, but uh, where was I going? Oh, I think like the scenes that Eddie is in, uh, has to be like a spoiler or something like something big. Uh, and also, like, if there is a surprise visit from anyone, um, I think you have to be in an episode for a certain amount of time uh, to be labeled as a guest star. Like, I don't know the rules. I could not cause, tell you. Because I'm thinking back to when Misha Collins was still a guest star. Sometimes you would watch an episode and it wouldn't label him as a guest star, but he's in the episode. He, you know, he returns. Like, it's a surprise thing. But he's on the episode long enough to be labeled as, like, Misha, like Misha Collins is in the episode. But he's in the credit. <laughs> when they brought back Mark Pellegrino in Supernatural in uh, season 11 or 12, <laughs> I don't remember. Um, one of those. Uh, and they, like, they had it at the very, very end of the episode. And then they had, like, special billing at the end for him. And they were like, yeah and Mark Pellegrino and I was like I didn't I was excited when it happened but like I didn't didn't need that but yeah so like I think like whatever Eddie's up to right now something that like in the five second promo we can't see once again I raise you he's watching all of the 118's kids because he's not on shift for whatever reason listen and I'm, I'm here to bring back Debbie reading. <laughs> hold on let me pull up the Fox Flash. What uh, is our synopsis? I don't remember it. So I'm trying to see. Oh, wait, go back to 911. Stop paying random things. There's a ghost. Um, Phone call again. Um, explore. Uh, I'll show logos. No, I just want to see <laughs> photos, releases, show, in, show info. I think it's in show info. Uh, creators. Where is the episode synopsis? Or where I I don't understand Fox Flash enough. I don't. I've never opened it. Um, I've opened it a few times just to see the numbers of the people you could potentially call. Oh, uh, I've never done it. I'm I'm too afraid. Because I don't know like what I would even say. Okay, new comedy series. I don't care. Okay. I have the synopsis somewhere. Also, the old synopsis had racist Taylor. And I'm yes. so... I still see people in, like... Because I'll go, like, on, like, social media. I'll go on Tumblr just to, like, look up what people are saying. And most of the stuff I see is, like, anti-Taylor. Uh, which I, <laughs> I hate so much. But I keep seeing, like, obviously, like, we're gonna have, like... I know that was fake, the 5-6. But until the episode airs, like, Taylor's gonna be on my hit list. And I was like, what? Are you... What? can't believe that I have to tune into Tumblr every week. I have to. It's an obligation, obviously. Um, after the... Actually, before the 911 episode airs, I have a... I have a night class whenever the episode's actually airing, and I spend the entire two and a half hours on Tumblr. Um, and I just, like, don't reload my page, so I can just keep looking at 911 posts 
for the whole two and a half hours because I sit in the very, very back of the classroom and no one's looking at my screen. The professor's not looking at me. Mm-hmm. So I just, I sit there with <laughs> with a cross behind my head. Jesus watches me look at Tumblr. Um, but I am really fond of going out to Tumblr for my two and a half hours and seeing people censor Taylor's name like she's a villain. Ugh, it's literally the worst. Why can I not? Okay, here we go. The only person whose name I censor on social media is Jared Padalecki, and even that's not all the time. You know, I I saw someone they. Um... Well, I also censor the CW. <laughs> uh, I saw someone censor like uh, Ryan's name, like Guzman, um, but then like tag him, <laughs> and I was like, that that seems counterproductive. It really does. Continue, <laughs> and I and I said to my friend, and she was like. Yeah, that's the audience. the audience. But then the tagging him is for uh, more views. Interesting. I'm trying so hard. Like I'm clicking the link and it's loading. I just want to see who is a guest star in this episode. I I know Taylor is because there's a lot of controversy with it. Continue reading. Add. Get out of my way. Okay. Synopsis. Uh, the cast of the episode guest stars include uh, Ravi, Taylor, and Lou. For which episode? For uh, episode six. Mm. Is this our hospital episode then? I'm it's- very confused because I know we film things out of order. I'm aware that is something that happens on TV. They film things whenever they just like are able to get the actors in one place for it. Um. And, like, the locations and stuff. But, like, we know they're in a hospital at some point. And we've pretty much figured out that the hostage situation is directly tied into this prison riot. But not necessarily in the same episode. So, so is the I, hospital before or after? It could be It could be both. So, like, someone say that, like, Mark's character could, like, fake being really hurt to go to the hospital. And then that's why, he, that's how he holds Eddie hostage. Like, Buck's in the the ambulance kind of adds like the tough guy you know to, to make sure that he's secure mm-hmm. while or he's driving the ambulance while but or eddie's in the back being a paramedic and that's why buck and eddie are separated from the 118 um i saw that and that's why like there's a hospital scene or the hospital scene i'm just so desperate to know i have not been this desperate to know something about a tv show in years a year specifically so next week's episode the synopsis is the members of the 118 race to he was carjacked shot and buried alive excited for that sounds fun poor eddie diaz and hen who both have been buried alive Uh, then they arrive at a home where the owner thinks her roommate is a ghost hen receives a visit from the past and so like there's no one in like the the guest starring to be like person you know mm-hmm. uh, and athena and family are concerned that harry is still haunted by visions of jeffrey you know if i were kidnapped and sealed into a wall yeah. i would also be haunted by visions of my kidnapper and it looks like lou and athena are back on the property where 
Harry was. I did. Yeah, I did see that. Um, which means I get to see the Doug graffiti again. Doug. Maybe maybe Eddie's in Pennsylvania getting Maddie. That seems weird, though. Hear me out. Hear me out. He wants to go see the Buckleys again so that he can beat up Philip Buckley. Or he he goes he goes to see the Buckleys. He's like, I want permission from you to um, court your son. He wouldn't. Can I can I date your son? If you say no, I will beat you up. Also, I'm here to retrieve your daughter who ran away because you're horrible parents. <laughs> if you say no, I will still date your son. You cannot stop me. He's Just currently dating a woman right now, but they're on thin ice. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, just so that everybody knows, I now have 131 minutes of podcast. 40 of which are unusable. <laughs> if, if you're lucky, maybe you'll get the 40 minutes that I have to cut out at the beginning of this as a bonus episode, as a treat. Maybe that can be next week's episode. <laughs> no way! That's just a- I want to take a photo of how long it is. Currently, eleven thirty-one right now. It's one thirty-two for me. Oh, but wait, hold on! I'm gonna wait for the. Look, your the time really matches with how long we've been talking for. It's really funny that my clock says one thirty-two, and I also have one thirty-two oh. minute-wise. This is hilarious. Okay, let's wrap this up and go our separate ways. Yeah, I have a fan fiction to read. Um, I have an essay to write. <laughs> I, I also I have two essays to write. I'm avoiding them. Um, I don't want to write them. Oh my god, is it a ramble? If you like what you've heard today, uh, please follow us. Um, on TikTok or, or follow us on this podcast or email us at delmopod at gmail.com delmopodcast uh, there's a whole podcast there questions. you can even yell at us for, for wasting your time with this ramble of an episode you well, know what I check the email every day no one has emailed us yet please email us what the hell we've been telling you for two weeks two whole weeks you just need a link to the, like email. It is. It's in the bio of the podcast. You can click it. Oh, I'm not thank lying. You, thank you so much. Uh, we don't know what we're gonna do next week. Um, I know for me, uh, instead of my weekly watch of a new episode, I'm going to do a tarot reading uh, with my supernatural cards. Um, and so we'll see what we manifest then. But I know exactly what I'm gonna be doing, and it's being in my night class. But this time, and not I stressed. can refre- refresh Tumblr. Yes. <laughs> Big well, brain moment. Thank you so much. And we will talk with you in two weeks or next week. We'll, we'll see what happens. We have no idea. We'll, you'll find out whenever when we, we find out. on TikTok. <laughs> advertising the episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.